If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. I hope everyone is having a good week and hanging in there. Today on the podcast, we are going to talk about breakups and boundaries. Boundaries are something that are, I guess, a little bit newer to me, definitely digging more into my ability to set boundaries as a hardcore people pleaser my entire life. Boundaries are a difficult thing for me to do still to this day, but it's something that I have committed to working really hard on because they are so important and so beneficial. So I'm going to give some descriptions of boundaries, some examples, why they're so important. And then I'm going to actually go over some specific boundaries that I would suggest putting up when you are going through a breakup. I think most of us think maybe we just need to set boundaries with our ex, but we also have to consider friends, family members, anyone that is infringing on our ability to heal from our breakup. After breakups, our energy is super fragile. It's super important. And we are typically already exhausted emotionally and energetically from just the pain of having to go through a breakup. So we don't need anything else stealing that energy away from us. So that's where boundaries can come in. So I think most of us know what boundaries are. And I think we all know that they are important to set with certain people, whether that's at home, in relationships, or even at work. So maybe it's our controlling parents, a sister that doesn't give you personal space, a boss who can't respect your time off, friends who are super gossipy, whatever the case may be. But For those of you that are not already familiar with boundaries, let's start off with what they are and why they're important. This is definitely not a dictionary description. This is my description, but boundaries 
in my experience, are an emotional, mental, and even physical barrier that you put up between you and another person or another situation. So for example, in the controlling parent situation, you may need to set a boundary and tell your mom that it's not okay with you that she gives you unsolicited advice. Setting the boundary is, in that case, is protecting you emotionally, and this situation may also have to result in a physical boundary if it gets bad enough where you have to tell someone that you can't spend time with them anymore. So it's taking a look at what's being triggered. Is it, you know, um, feelings? Is someone infringing on your like physical personal space where it's, you know, a relative who feels like they can drop by anytime without letting you know? Boundaries can span all different situations. And if you are a people pleaser like me, to the bone. This can be really hard because it feels like when you're doing this, it feels like you're hurting another person. It feels like you're hurting another person's feelings. For me, who has struggled with my self-worth for a very long time, I always, and I shouldn't say always, I have a history of putting other people's feelings and needs above my own. So because of that, I had pretty much an impossible time setting boundaries for much of my life. However, in reality, setting a boundary actually helps both parties. So if you can if you think about it, if you continue to put yourself in a situation where you are being annoyed, hurt, drained, whatever the case may be, you're likely going to become super resentful towards that person and then they won't know why. But if you're clear and you set a boundary, you get to protect yourself and then they very clearly clearly know what's going on. And oftentimes people don't know what they're doing. You know, people, they might not know that that really hurts you when they say X, Y, or Z. But what happened for me was when I was in that situation where I couldn't set boundaries and couldn't express to other people how I felt because I was too afraid of hurting their feelings, what happened in that scenario is I ended up losing friendships because I would get resentful because the person was continuing to hurt me. They had no idea what they were doing and you know that kind of tension in a relationship is not good and so I would end up losing friendships because I didn't open my mouth. So in reality, it's the same thing of when I talk about why it is beneficial when you want to break up with someone, it's helpful for both of you to break up with them because that way you're stringing the other person along. So if you need to set a boundary and you don't, you are getting mad at another person and they might not know why. So that's why they're so important. And then when it comes to you know, actually communicating a boundary. One of my favorite sayings when it comes to this is say what you mean, mean what you say, but don't say it mean. Meaning it's important to be like crystal clear when you're setting a boundary. So say what you mean and mean what you say. And it's even more important after you set the boundary, you have to stick to it and you have to uphold it. Going back to, you know, the example of setting a boundary with your mom because she won't stop giving you unsolicited advice, you may have told her that it's not okay with you, and then you say that you are not willing to put up with that anymore. That means if you're on the phone with her and she breaks that boundary, you might have to say, hey, mom, 
I'm sorry, but you're doing it again. Like, I'm going to have to get off the phone with you. It is your responsibility then to uphold a boundary. And one thing that has helped me tremendously, which, you know, I wouldn't necessarily recommend this for everyone, but for me, I started going to Al-Anon meetings, which for those of you that don't know what Al-Anon is, Al-Anon is a 12-step based program, which for those of you that don't know, I am in recovery from alcohol and drugs. So I have been attending 12-step meetings for almost eight years now, but I started going to Al-Anon, which is a program that helps family members of those struggling with drugs, alcohol, or whatever else they're struggling with. It helps teach you how you can empower yourself and set boundaries and detach with love. There's just so, I, you know, I've been going for almost two years now, and it has completely transformed not only my perspective, but it has also empowered me so much where I have felt equipped and validated in being able to have some of these really hard conversations with friends and family members. So if you are really needing some extra support, I highly, highly recommend looking into Al-Anon. So to summarize the beginning part, set the boundary, recognize where something is hurting you or someone or whatever the situation is, set the boundary, say what it is, be crystal clear, and then stick to the boundary. So let's circle this back to breakups. After going through a breakup, I mentioned this in the beginning, but you're going to be emotionally exhausted just naturally from having to go through the emotional trauma of losing a relationship. You're going to be emotionally exhausted and you are not going to have the same capacity to deal with certain things that will drain you any anymore or hurt you even more because let's face it, this is not a bad word, but you're pretty fragile at this point and that's totally okay. That's totally normal, but you're just not going to have the capacity to put up with certain things without hurting your healing process. And I think when it comes to boundaries after a breakup, most of us think about doing this with our ex, which yes, that's true. That's a really important person to set boundaries if it's needed. And that's definitely someone you're probably, it's, you're likely going to have to do that at some point. But in this episode, I'm not just going to talk about your ex. I'm also going to talk about some boundaries that may come up with your friends, family, coworkers, and we'll go over how to deal with those when they come up. And before I get into these examples, I really cannot stress enough how important it is to protect your heart and your energy right now. You cannot afford to have others sucking the life out of you. Heartbreak already does that. We do not need to add another layer of that on. So let's get into these examples of boundaries. Keep in mind, these aren't going to apply to everyone, and some of these may perfectly match your situation or might not at all. If there is one that's maybe similar, just you know, take what you like and leave the rest. And you may need to tweak these in a way. I mean, you'll likely because these are going to be the ways that I have handled these situations in the past. You're probably going to need to tweak some of these things and be able to say it in a way that feels true and authentic to you. By saying a script, it's probably not going to feel authentic to you. So take what I'm saying here. And if you need to just make it your own. Okay, so let's start off with first and foremost, the most obvious is your ex. 
I've talked about this on the no contact rule episode, but the no contact boundary. We all know how I feel about contacting our exes after a breakup. There are very few reasons you ever need to contact your ex after a breakup. In my opinion, really the only way that you should have to contact them is if you share children. I know in the beginning, logistically, some things need to be sorted out, but moving forward, I really believe the only reason you should be talking to them is if you work with them or if you have children with them, but that's my opinion. So how does that translate into boundaries? This is something where it's going to depend on if your ex is continuing to contact you. So let's look at that example. If you have decided that you are going to do no contact, I'm not going to say that you want to do no contact because none of us ever really want to do that, but we just know it's good for us. So let's say you have decided that no contact is going to serve your breakup recovery the best, but you continue to hear from your ex whether you were the one that broke up with them or not, you continue to hear from them. What you can do is, what you should do is tell them, hey, I, you know, I appreciate maybe, you know, I don't know, whatever they're texting you about. Maybe they're trying to foster some kind of friendship. Maybe they just keep, you know, sending you random things. I've had people who, you know, their ex will just reply to all their Instagram stories with like an emoji. Whatever the contact looks like, you can straight up tell them, hey, I appreciate that. It's always good to lead with, with you know, assuming positive intention. That's something I learned from my dad. So you can always start off with setting a boundary with, hey, I, you know, I appreciate that you are trying to be friends or trying to stay friendly. However, it's not going to be helpful for my ability to move on. So I don't, I can't hear from you anymore. And I really hope you can respect that. And you leave it at that. If they continue to talk to you, always remember that no response is a response. You don't have to respond to everyone that reaches out to you. And if it continues and they still won't respect your boundary, you can 100% block them. You have every right to do that, especially after clearly expressing your feelings and your wishes to not be contacted. The second one is if your ex continues, if, you know, if he's still contacting you or when you guys do talk, he keeps saying, like giving this little glimmer of hope that, well, maybe we'll get back together. I think, unfortunately, a lot of people say this because they don't want to be the bad guy. They don't want to completely break another person's heart. So they'll leave this kind of glimmer or they'll say, oh, we should just take a break. Really anything that basically communicates to you, hey, you can't move on. Because if they're telling you that this is just a break, of course you're not going to move on because you're going to hold out for when you guys talk again or get back together. And that's not fair to you because really in reality, you should be moving on right after the breakup happens. But if someone is too cowardly or too wishy-washy to tell you, hey, it's over for sure, that's not fair to you to put your healing and your life essentially on hold for this other person. So if that is the case for you, 
I would set a boundary and say, hey, I'm willing to work on this relationship, but I'm not going to wait around. I think that's so important. I see so many people wait around for someone that probably didn't mean it in the first place when they said that, hey, let's just take a break. So don't leave yourself in this limbo. It's not fair. You can ask, hey, where do I stand? Are we going to like are we going to be together or are we broken up because I'm not willing to be in the middle of that. And if they can't give you that answer, then you always have the power to make your own decision on this. You can always say, "Okay, that means I'm done." So so many people forget that they also have the power to end, like to walk away. It's not like that power does not just rest with the other person. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next set of boundaries that I wanted to go over are ones that come up with family. Our families love us. They want to support us. But sometimes they say things that are so not helpful. The first one, I think we've all experienced this where after a relationship ends, we go to the next family gathering, they say, 
whatever happened to so-and-so? He was such a nice guy. We loved him so much. He was so great. So they'll talk about how much they liked your ex. I don't know how they mean that to be helpful, but it's not helpful. This is something where you can, a lot of this is just being honest with how you're feeling. So you can tell that person, hey, I'm still really struggling with that breakup. So I'd prefer, and it would be super helpful if we didn't talk about him. My guess is they'll feel bad and they will stop that nonsense kind of talk at the next family gathering. The second one, and this is something that I've experienced for sure, is when your family is kind of overly asking how you're doing. It's great to have support and it's great to have people checking up on us, but there does get to a point where we don't want to constantly have that like puppy dog, like feel bad for you look and people saying like, how are you doing? Because then it kind of makes us feel different. It constantly reminds us like, oh, maybe I should be sad. So you can always, again, set a boundary and say something like, I love that you're concerned about me and I appreciate it so much. But right now I'm actually trying to move past it. I'm doing great. If I'm struggling, I promise I'll let you know so I can get support from you. Something like that. Super simple, straight to the point and I think they will get the message. The last one, and this, this one actually came to me yesterday in a DM, but this can be friends or family. They might say, after it's done, you say, oh, so-and-so you know, so -and, -so and I broke up, and they said, oh, I, I knew that would never work out anyway. And I think they're still trying to be helpful by saying like, oh, good thing it's done. That was never going to work. I get it but it's so painful. I've had that happen to me and it brings up so many feelings. You feel angry at the person. Like if you really didn't think it would work out, why didn't you tell me? Then you feel stupid. Like how could, did I not see that? The Like did everyone see that it wasn't going to work out except me? You kind of feel like the odd one out and feel like you've had your head in the sand. So it just does not bring good feelings at all. So you can say, you know, hey, I I understand like that's your feelings, but honestly, that's just really not helpful and really not what I need to hear right now. So again, they probably don't know that they're hurting you by saying it, but it's important to let them know. Okay, so let's move on to friends. We have two boundary examples left. There are a lot, so there are there are very likely more of them. Um, if you have questions on specific situations, you can always DM me and I will get back to you with how I would handle it at least. So with friends, the first one that I see come up a lot and that I have experienced personally is telling. So again, they're trying to be helpful, but what they will do is they will tell you that they saw their ex or they will tell you something they heard about your ex. Again, trying to be helpful because they have like this gossip or maybe they have another reason for you to be mad at them. So they might say, oh, I heard so-and-so's dating Jenna. And they're trying, they're, again, I, I think, honestly, I don't think anyone's doing this maliciously, but it is so painful. First of all, that's like your worst fear when you're going through a breakup is having to seed them with someone else. Or even if they say like, hey, I saw them, they look like shit. And again, you know, I think they're trying to make you feel better, but then you feel sad that they're also sad and you're sad. So honestly, any news about your ex 
is not good. So uh, like I would recommend people who are going through a breakup, like set the boundary up front without them even saying something like, hey, if you hear anything about my ex, please do not tell me. I don't want to know. Like I'm working really hard to do no contact. I'm setting all these like personal boundaries. It'd be really helpful if I didn't have to hear about it from you guys. Easy as that. That way, like it's not even going to come up. And then the last one is friends, I think, again, with the best of intentions, they try to say, hey, sign up for Bumble, like see how many people are out there. Yes, I think online dating apps can be a great self-esteem booster. It's a great way to see like, hey, you know, your ex was not the only fish in the sea. However, if you do it before you're ready, you're still going to compare everyone to your ex because it's just too fresh. And it's just not going to feel good. Like it's not going to bring the positive effects that it can potentially have a little bit later on if you do it when you are ready. So if someone is continuously like pushing you, just say, hey, I appreciate it. Like I love that you're trying to make me feel better, but I'm just not ready for that right now. And I think it would do a lot more harm than good. And then you just leave it at that. So these are all examples that again, I've had to go through personally, and these are how I have handled them. Everyone's going to be different, but I was, you know, I thought that by sharing mine, it would spark some inspiration on how to have some difficult conversations. Obviously, we're all going to, you know, cert, you know, it might not affect you to hear your friends talk about your ex. It might not affect you to have your family say that they didn't like him or they liked him a lot. So again, if some of these things don't bother you, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It's just a personal thing. In my online course, I give like super specific, even like message templates on how to set certain boundaries. So there's a lot more for those of you seeking more help on this, but this is a tough one. I'm still on the journey with you guys on learning how to effectively set boundaries without having a massive amount of guilt, but it is possible and it's so helpful. And I encourage you guys all to get out and try it if you need to. And I will see you guys back here next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.